0: <laughs> welcome to the gentleman podcast i am brian mckinney i'm sitting to the left of the unmistakable <laughs> glenn stansbury nobody ever mistaked you for anyone else did they glenn
1: oh no they did that always time. yeah <laughs> that's where
0: yeah. <laughs> sure that guy from the civil wars that one time we were walking downtown jack black okay so the mistakable yeah the very mistakable
1: glenn Stansberry. Yeah.
0: Welcome to the uh, the new fortress. I've totally
1: moved. Yeah. This. Um, this. Hello hello, hello. 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 This is a big room. Hello. Yeah.
0: It really is. It's more of a more like a castle. <laughs> yeah. Know, <laughs> yeah. Than a fortress. You do have a moat. I do have a moat outside. So hence the hence the ability to still use the name. Yeah. So. It,
1: we'll be we'll be safe from any sieges. Yes.
0: Um, dragons. Dragon. Well, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. dragons may be far fetched. I don't know.
1: Yeah. You have a lot of wood. So. Yeah.
0: Lesser, yeah. If it's like smog, yeah, you know. better hide my gold. Right. <laughs> you know what I was doing before you came over, Glenn? Uh, no, I don't, Brian. What were,
1: you, I was, what were you? up to? I was planing a door. You were? Yes. Like yeah. the bottom to get it to close right? Yes. Or, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. We got it? some sticky doors around here. Ooh. And, uh, so I had to
1: hand planer. Hand planer. Hand? Nice. Yeah.
0: yeah. So um, working on that. I'm working on. My, I'm sharpening my skills. You know? Okay. And my okay. doors at the same time. Moving into a house, man. There's a lot of stuff you got to do. Yeah. It's a never ending list.
1: Yeah. I, part of me, you know, is not not looking forward to yes th- th- everything else that you don't have to do when you're a renter, you know? Yeah.
0: Well, I think it's not so much like when you're renting, it's not so much that you have somebody else to take care of it, it's that you don't care. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like in my yeah. old house, I had yeah. doors that wouldn't shut. Yeah. I didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> you know, at my house, I'm like, this door slightly sticks. This is unacceptable. You know, like you, you wanna, you just, yeah. you feel that need to like make everything how it should be. You yeah, know? I hear that. So that that makes it annoying. But if you just don't care, nope. You know, if you don't care, then it's a lot easier. <laughs> I could just leave all these boxes sitting here and just, you know.
1: Oh, yeah. good. Yeah, we, we do have some some. Uh, we're we're kind of flanked by. There's a small path yeah. to get back to the <laughs> recording
0: area. Of the house. Well, so.
1: it's funny because I, I helped you move a little mm-hmm. bit on yeah. uh, uh, Saturday. Those two
0: boxes. The yeah. two?
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I asked if you, you wanted did, me to yeah. move more. Yeah. No, no. Uh, so, While you were driving away, you're like, are you sure you don't need any more? Oh, yeah. I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can't hear you. It's <laughs> um, yeah, because it's funny. So we, we only moved a little bit. And the next day, yeah. you had the, big, the bulk of your mood. Right. And it was like... Like the day that I helped, it was you know pretty nice out, mm-hmm. you know, like eighties. Yeah. The That's next day was like miserable, nasty. Yeah, yeah.
0: it was humid, like ninety-two degrees, and just I ninety-two mean, percent humidity. Yeah, maybe like, more. Yeah, it was like a fog of <laughs> water in the air. <laughs> it was terrible. I felt so bad because Ken came up and Ken, Ken's a big guy, you know, a yeah, really yeah. big guy. We were both just like, <laughs> it was terrible, man. It was, it was, but the good thing was when you guys came, we, we got, we got like half the boxes moved or more. And so we basically took one load of boxes and then all the furniture and we were done in, yeah. a, in a few hours. So yeah. it, it worked out pretty well, but, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm in the place now. It's now, the now the work begins. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So anyway, that's all I'm going to talk about, the house, though, because we talked all about the house last time. That's right. The going away episode, um, Tears Were Shed, that was a very meaningful episode of uh, the Gentleman Podcast.
1: Yeah, I think of like, you know, the, the last episode of Friends, of right. Seinfeld. Yeah. You yeah, know. the world's watching. The world's listening. <laughs> right. Know? Right. A lot of it's tearful small goodbyes, world. you know, waves yeah. to the crowd. Yeah. Kind of kind of. Yeah. like that. It was, it was hard. Now you're yeah. like... Matthew Perry trying to start a movie career, yeah, right, or yeah. something outside of friends, and
0: yeah, and, and it's not going.
1: Well, good. you just just started. yeah, okay. let's start. yeah, you know he was in that horse. movie with the monkey and he was a baseball player. Yeah,
0: that was Monkeys in the outfield That was, what was kind of
1: that? a monkeys in the outfield That something was, a, about a,
0: that was a not a good first first step.
1: You know what movie we actually uh that he Well, we're really getting off topic here, but Are we? <laughs> maybe we're gonna talk about monkeys and baseball in this episode. Let's, let's talk about uh okay, so so speaking of movies that <clears throat> So Chris Farley and Matthew Perry yes. are in a movie called Go, uh Going West? Yep. Out West? No, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about the uh, uh <laughs> This always happens. Yeah. Anyway, some small detail. He, in, it's like one of, uh, I think it was uh, Chris Farley's last movie. I think movie. so. Yeah. I think he, he died yeah. filming it, maybe even.
0: Yeah. It, it's about like two rivals to uh, Lewis and Clark yeah. that set out at the same time or something like that. Yeah. And then they end up beating Lewis and Clark, but history has forgotten these guys. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. So my, my wife and I are, you know, looking for something to watch, and I saw it on Amazon or Netflix or one of the. Almost Heroes. Almost Heroes. That's what yeah. it was, yeah. And so uh, I was like oh I remember this being you know pretty great when yeah. I was a kid you know yeah. and, yeah. and I, we started watching it and we ended it like 30 minutes in we said no more. <gasps> It was off and it's Chris Farley. I love Chris Farley. I did I did literally the exact same thing to Laura. I was like I
0: was like, I saw it on Netflix and I was same like Movie? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like I was like, "Oh man, I remember seeing this." Yeah. I was like, "I this is really good." And so I you know, I was like, "We should definitely watch this, Laura." We started watching it and Laura's just sitting there.
1: And I'm like, uh, I may have. Time kind of has a way of <laughs> manipulating memories. It's like you know? it's like presidents, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's actually, you know, you yeah. can tell how, how good a president is mm-hmm. by how far removed. Yeah. You can tell how good a movie holds up over time. Yeah, you gotta wait like 10 years. Yeah. Um, anyway.
0: Which I did, and I found out <laughs> that that was a terrible idea. But what's um, not a terrible idea? Right. Um, like watching almost heroes is um,
1: <laughs> almost
0: <laughs> uh, what is not a terrible idea is is there a drink of the week and
1: is the drink of the week yeah
0: um this is uh this is the the beer um this is the beer this is the beer, <laughs> this is the, beer. <laughs> <laughs> the beers um, this what I meant to say is this is by the great divide brewing company yes. um, and and I uh I really like the Great Divide Brewing Company. I like all of their beers. I like, you know, uh, the one that we're gonna have tonight uh, is called Claymore Scotch Ale. Um, but I'm a fan of the Farmhouse Ale. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is that? The, the it's that's the brand it, or not the brand? That's the um, style. The style is a yeah. Farmhouse. That's a Colette. A it's Colette. Really yeah, called, yeah. Um, the Yeti's good. The Haas is actually what I was looking for, and they didn't have that at the store that mm-hmm. I went tonight. I like the Haas a, a great deal. Um, the Denver Pale Ale is actually pretty good. It's really good. Yeah.
1: Um. The yeah, the Yeti's very good. I, I don't know. I have a thing about drinking. Oh, the Nomad. The Nomad's good too. Yeah. Hibernation I Ale. Mean, man,
0: there's we've done the Hibernation Ale too. Yeah, that's that's solid. So, but this is one of the breweries that I go to, um, pretty pretty regularly. If I if I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be good mm-hmm. if it's from there. Yeah. The problem with the Great Divide Brewery is that it is expensive. It is. I mean. I go to. I can, just for example, I yes. can go get Free State beer mm-hmm. for seven dollars. Yep, a, for six a sixer. Pa- yeah, yeah. A six pack of Great Divide is ten dollars. Yeah,
1: or That's more. A pretty big markup, you know. Right. Uh, so. So anyway, the, the Great Divide is the price range. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. There's, There's a chasm <laughs> of
1: price difference. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. Uh, so obviously there's
0: there's probably people that work at the great divide that are listening to mm-hmm. this. Yeah. so after after we've you know plugged your your beer the least that you could do right. is send us about I don't know 20 30 cases yeah. of uh, of various beers it's a lot of podcast re- reviews yeah yeah that's a yeah yeah
1: yeah but for sure but you know yeah, given our, given our, our stature mm-hmm. in the, in I the think so. our online community. Sales just went way down. <laughs> 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 yeah, you need some sound effect right here. here yeah. All right, we're going to pause for the sound right. effect that Brian's going to put in. Oh, no. Okay. okay. Right yeah, 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 that was good. Okay. That was good. All right, future
0: Brian. Get that taken <laughs> care of.
1: Um, so anyway, it's a Claymore Scotch
0: Ale. Um, mm. And I, I like this. This on the label, it says it's party and noble. Hardy and noble. And Glenn, it is... Um, it's actually named. Uh, it's it's kind of the uh, English English version of Gaelic uh, for great two-hand sword. It's actually named like a, a weapon from the 1700s. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Um, on their website for The Great Divide, they, they give you the pairings that would be good for this, oh. for this beer. So I'm going to run through these real quick. Okay. Uh, this goes good with braised pot roast, mm-hmm. seared lamb chops, rosemary white beans. White beans, yeah. Grilled, <laughs> grilled sweet potatoes, more beer cheese, which you can just go to your local
1: Target and get your more beer cheese. <laughs> uh, bourbon bread pudding. Another one. Uh, now, that I haven't had that, and that sounds delicious. That does. That, I don't think I'd be drinking beer with it. I'd just it'd be enjoying the, <laughs> yeah. the pudding there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, that's uh, the Claymore Scotch Ale. You know, and I think a Claymore, it's always like when you're watching the shows where there's like bombs, mm-hmm. and they're like, like I don't know. I watched the show Burn Notice, mm-hmm. um, and inevitably, like I, I think it maybe it's a recurring theme, like Oh crap! They've ripped up some bombs, you know. They're, they go into a situation. There's, there's this this house is booby trapped. They're like, oh, okay. They've got these. Oh no! It's a claymore, and it's like <laughs> this nasty looking thing that just I forget exactly what the claymore does, but it, yeah, according to the show. But it it, uh, it might be yeah. It it's... like shoots directionally mm. as opposed to just kind of. <laughs> I could see
0: it being like a good kind of catch-all term for yeah. a awesome weapon. Yeah. So, here's to uh, a couple of awesome weapons. <laughs> 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 ah, ah, yes. Ooh, mm. mm. mm.
1: mm.
0: that is nice. I'm sorry, I said the seventeen hundreds. It's a medieval Scott. <laughs> That's that Me- makes more sense. Medieval the wee star. heavy.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yes. You know, I'm I'm so, yeah. I'm I'm partly Scot- sc- Scottish, Scottish, <laughs> Scottish, Brian. Scottish, Scottish, yeah. So this this harkens this this calls to me. Mm. It's a taste beer. It's a good beer. I I like this. But yeah,
0: um, Great Divide, get in touch with us. Uh, you know how to get a hold of us, or if you don't, we can talk about that right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know how to get a hold of us, or mm-hmm. if you're not Great Divide, if you're just you know regular Joe, that's totally cool too. We don't mind if you, if you don't work for the Great Divide. Yeah. Um, you can get in touch with us. Anyone can get in touch with us by emailing us at, howdy at gentleman.com. You can visit gentleman.com and you can follow along with a podcast by visiting podcast.gentleman.com. Um, you can catch up with us on various social networks. You know you know the story. You hear this every day. You see it on every website. You see all the icons. You see all the stuff. Go to those things. Go to those yeah. places and click buttons. Yeah. That's Just, what we're trying to get to. That's – yeah.
1: And I want to say one more thing.
0: Okay? hmm You can also go over to iTunes Mm. and give us a rating. Or not. I don't care. We don't care. Rate it or don't. No problem with us. Rate it. Look, here's the thing. (laughs) I listened to last week's episode, Glenn. Yeah. And I felt like I was, um, you know, sometimes you have to play hard to get. You Mm. know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like I was kind of putting myself out there too much. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so this week I'm just kind of like, you know, whatever.
1: If you you can rate it or not, mm-hmm. we don't care. Either way, we don't need your rating. Yeah, you know matter. what? Let's go beyond. Let's go beyond playing hard to get. Let's go to be like too, straight on to belligerent. Yeah, like, don't rate it. We don't need your rating. Yeah, okay. We don't need it. In fact, we've yeah. got plenty of ratings. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So People already like us. Yeah. So don't, don't rate need the you. podcast. Don't rate it. We this is care. the belligerent episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's because of the Ooh. Scottish. Uh, yeah. You know. Yeah, it's Claymore. It. So it's already here. going to our heads. Ooh. Ooh. We may okay. need to wash this down with like a nice Irish Yes. Lucky Charm. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh,
0: Irish lucky charm. I don't know where you're going with that. But I meant it's something happy. If that last comment about Irish lucky charms and Scottish Ales upsets you, hmm. you can also send us a letter to P.O. Box four four two three oh five Lawrence, Kansas, six six oh four four. Um, that will go directly
1: to Glenn and then you yep. can send your hate mail to Glenn. There. I will filter it out. Uh I will yep. um we have two piles. We have a burn pile and we have a Okay scrapbook This, this pile. isn't this isn't hate mail pile. No, yeah that, that that's a scrapbook
0: that goes scrapbook, with the yeah. gentleman's
1: scrapbook Hey Yeah <laughs> Awesome
0: <laughs> So yeah So send us your postcards. send us your pictures Uh yeah. well maybe the pictures well, uh, I don't know.
1: Anyway um, We don't we don't need reviews on iTunes. No. I'm going full circle here. Yeah we we, we don't need your reviews.
0: Yeah. Um That's right. We're not trying to <laughs> We're not trying to discourage you from from going out there and reviewing the podcast. We're just saying, you know, sometimes you can't put all your cards on the table. Sometimes you can't just go out and ask for what you want. Sometimes you have to be a little bit mysterious, you know. Yeah. Okay. It's the direction I'm going in right now.
1: So we have a few links every every week that mm-hmm. we highlight from the people posted on Gentleman. Right. Um, and uh, this week we've got some interesting things. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit more out of the norm Uh, For us. But anyway, we'll we'll dive right into it. Uh, This uh, link that was posted by... You guys are going to get sick of hearing this guy, right? But Razorback. Mm -hmm. Razorback. Again. Yet again. You don't ever get sick of Razorback. No, you can't. And if you do, we don't... You just stop listening right now. That's right. I'm not joking. So Razorback posted this link. An abandoned Bangkok shopping mall hides a fishy secret. Um, And basically the link... Oops, sorry, I'm having a little technical difficulty here. They have,
0: like, several pictures of this weird, like, post-apocalyptic scene. Yeah. Where it's, like, this building, this industrial building, and there's water, and then there's tons (laughs) of fish. Like, it's an unbelievable amount of fish concentrated in this nasty, like, pool under this industrial building. But backing up, I thought the backstory here was really interesting. This shopping mall... Um, was built as an 11-story building. So it's supposed to be super fancy 11 stories, right? No problem. But it turns out there's actually a four-story limit on building heights in Bangkok.
1: (laughs) So they found that out
0: subsequently... And so, you know, what do you do when you build an 11-story building and the city inspector says, wait a second, you got seven too many stories. Uh, you know, <laughs> How, they how'd just,
1: this get us. <laughs> yeah. They, they just
0: went ahead and demolished seven of the stories.
1: Sure. Give it a flat top. Um, and then, that was in
0: 1997, and in 1999, the mall burned to the ground due to a suspected arson committed by a competitor in the area.
1: So, if you are a competitor to the mall that had a flat top of... It had already like it had already seven stories. Had how bad do you suck as a mall mm. owner? Mm-hmm. You gotta just go ahead and burn it Ugh. down. The <laughs> those four stories must have been pretty solid. <laughs> you know what it lacked in a, you know a roof, Mm-hmm. Um, it made up for. And I wonder if it was like a, like a concept of like like a new agey uh, like a you know like an open market, open air market, right?
0: Yeah. The
1: how how did this even thing like fill with water?
0: What how did this it's like the garage. It's like the parking garage of this place, or something. Yeah, I don't know. It's watertight, um, apparently. Apparently, so a good place to go fishing in Bangkok. If you're in <laughs> Bangkok, <laughs> look at look for the old side of the New World Mall. Um, yeah, minus the top seven stories, and you'll find a great little fishing hole. <laughs> really, that'd be
1: that would not actually be any fun. It would be a lot of work. Yeah, it kind of would be. <laughs> um, but you can get some exotic koi and catfish out of it. Yes, you I don't could. know. Can you eat koi? Is that an edible? Fish. I don't know. I Aren't mean, see.
0: yeah, I guess. I know.
1: Speaking of, well, actually, that's not a good segue at all. <laughs> speaking of, pine I'll tell you trees. what. We're, we're, yeah, speaking of pine trees, <laughs> um, Zamoose has uh, posted a fantastic. This, this is this might be my favorite. Uh, yes, of, of all the links, just mm-hmm. just for the wow factor, right? The sheer, yeah, the surprise. Sh- the sheer, it. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so it's called the powerful forestry mach The 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 powerful forestry mulcher shreds through four story four story Brian mm. like the mall. Imagine the mall. Yeah, four
0: story. four story
1: four story tall pine trees in a matter of seconds. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it kind of does what it says on the tin, but it still amazes you because this mm-hmm. thing looks like a. Uh, 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 it's a crane. It's a crane. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But it's got but a little the other modified. <laughs>
0: It's like this uh, kind of – it's almost like a giant weed whacker. <laughs> you know what I
1: mean? <laughs> right, but like a 3D weed whacker.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. So what it does is it just like clamps clamps down on the top of the tree and just starts going down. And like a four-story tree just saws it right down in like five seconds. It,
1: it, it didn't even – it like mulches it. Yeah. But I mean it, it's like they can't – they have, like, different cuts of the video and showing different mm-hmm. different uses and everything. It's like they can't do anything to bog this thing down. Like, they could right. just, like, put it down over the tree as fast as possible, and it would just demolish it. Right. It would be nothing. This is this is pretty handy. Um, yeah.
0: Did the story say where they used this for? It's like, is it just for, like, deforestation? Or?
1: I, I don't know. It looks like... Um, it's used for industrial land clearing. Right. So, it looks like a, a lo- like some of the videos had houses in the background, so... I wonder if it's like you know natural natural disaster type thing like a tornado Mm -hmm. or something knocked down. I don't know, but it's pretty uh, pretty impressive. I I was telling Brian before the show. Brian has some some woods, Mm -hmm. you know, that surround the property. Surround the property. Uh, You could do some serious work. I need I need to get one of these.
0: Like maybe a smaller version or something that will only, like you know, all I, I don't need the four story.
1: All I need is like a, a one story or a two story, and probably a two story. You know, what you could do you could get like a like a bobcat, bobcat. And, and then take yes. like a chainsaw to it. Yep, and then just yeah, duct tape, <laughs> in the chainsaw that could work. Okay,
0: could it could yes, work? It Brian. could work. Well, we won't know until we try. It, Glenn. That's right. Um so maybe, our motto. <laughs> maybe next episode I'll talk all about my uh, new invention. the uh, DIY yeah. tree mulch. No, you'd have to like several chainsaws. So it to be like That's three true. chainsaws. At angles. Yeah, at angles. Three chainsaws at angles. I start them up, then I duct tape them, then I run away and get in the bobcat and drive around.
1: <laughs> yeah, the- no, but seriously, the, the 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 videos that you see, there's nothing that really prepares you for. No, you think you're pretty... like, oh, I get, I get the concept. You know, I, this I, is I, a... I watch a lot of YouTube videos. I watch a lot of stuff yeah. online, and
0: I actually like giggled at yeah. this one from pure joy of seeing <laughs> yeah. like how cool this thing was. I know. Um, so visit podcastgentleman dot com to get that link. Um, and check it out. It's it's pretty awesome.
1: Also, it seems like th- there's a there's a lot of uh, potential for, uh hazardous like on the work or on the job uh, yes you know you're basically wielding
0: a, a like something that would chop a person completely down to size in like seconds yeah it would It would totally thrash them this you know what this this needs to be in a martial arts film <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> yeah like the, the martial arts guy and then this <laughs> you know or gosh man like a James Bond film or yeah. something like that one of those old school James Bond yeah. films
1: I don't remember which one it what, was. What punchline would he use after it? <laughs> I can't. I, can't. I, I was going to say something with mulch in it, but... Yeah. was it mulch of a competitor, was he? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes.
0: <laughs> okay. So, yeah, that mulcher. I'd like to wield one of those, especially on my property. Yeah. So. You
1: got some trees out there. I mm-hmm.
0: could really use that. I, I could cut my trees down in like... Ten minutes. It'd be quicker than cut my yard.
1: That's true, but Brian, if you did that, you would have to feed your um, uh, your fireplace over here with mulch as, as opposed mm. to logs. Yeah. So I guess I should be
0: doing this the, the hard way by yep. hand. Hey, I shouldn't say the hard way. I should say the the right way. The
1: right. That's the right. Brian. With an axe and uh, I don't know. With an axe and some <laughs> sweat. A, yeah. Maybe some pine tar. Do you put yeah. pine tar on axes? Put Yeah. Porpoise oil. Porpoise oil. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, anyway. Speaking of nachos,
0: um, <laughs> I'm getting some deja vu here, Glenn, because mm. um, this this,
1: this a, post was posted by um, Razorback. I know, we're doing a bad job, but yeah. the thing is credit where credit's due. Razorback, yeah. keeps the cream them. comes to the top, man. That's right. And where and would we be? The top is the Gentleman Podcast. That's right. <laughs> the, that's the where a- the cream best. is. <laughs>
0: yeah, the cr- it's very creamy.
1: Right. <laughs> Anyway, um, so these... <laughs> Speaking of cream... Right, uh, the nachos. All right, yeah. so... oh, Nobody's going to listen to this. Well, no, it's, it's fine. Okay. Well, um, if you're cool with it, then I'm cool with it. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the the, the next tack, posted by Razorback, grilled barbecue chicken nachos. And mm-hmm. basically, this is a recipe... At first, I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. And then I started reading the recipe, and... As you dig deeper into how the process that these nachos are made, you really appreciate mm-hmm. the craftsmanship, the, the, the ingenuity, and the craftsmanship of these said nachos. Because so, tell me about how they mm-hmm. how they make these okay. nachos. I will tell you, Brian. So these nachos, uh, you cook chicken on a grill, mm-hmm. right? Yep, got to be charcoal or wood based or something like that. Okay. So there's smoke, right? Mm-hmm. So you got the flavorful chicken, all right? Mm-hmm. You pull it off, you shred it. And then you start constructing your nacho platter okay. on a metal, um, <clears throat> excuse me, a metal platter basically. Yeah, that has slits like a in a grill, it for, for a, grill, grill, grill. a grill. Yeah, exactly, yeah, a pan. Yeah, yeah. So okay. it, it has slits on the bottom so that the the, the, the smoke and the, the flame can get through. Um, but so he the the guy uh, loads up his chips and mm-hmm. his cheese and more things and then more cheese and uh, jalapenos and. And tosses the meat on there, and uh, and then he what he does is he closes off the grill so that the the smoke starts to really set in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Tosses them back on the grill and basically smokes the nachos. Mm. And I gotta tell you, Brian, I have a pile of drool under <laughs> me right now. Um, just looking at this picture, I my question. I didn't eat much for dinner, and my, so my question about this is,
0: how does he get the nachos off the platter?
1: Does he I think not, I think the chips are on the very bottom. Okay. So he's able to just kind of like... Right. Yep. Get them off there. Well, okay. he says he uses like a pizza cutter to cut it. It's like a oh, quesadilla almost. Oh, oh it kind of melts all together. Right. Because, you know... Oh, my God. Have you ever seen The Saving Silverman? <gasps> if I have, it's been a long time. Okay. Well, Jack Black uh, mm-hmm. is in a scene where there's like a plate of nachos and he grabs one and he takes like half the plate and he's like, nope, nope. <laughs> If it's if it's still stuck together it still counts as one I and mean, he's like <laughs> trying to I have that problem with nachos. Yeah. So I think a um a pizza cutter is kind of ingenious. That's in pretty itself. that's a pretty wise thing the whole thing all around. I like all of it. The guy I and I also like the fact that the guy's got a picture of his kid uh in the article. He's got a picture of his kid like eating the nachos and Ah, cool. So kid tested. Oh yeah, he's got all these pictures here. Of it. Everyone really... approved. Yeah. It's it's a uh, this does look Man, that
0: looks tasty! Oh yeah, he's got it's. They're almost like pizza slices. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whoa, this guy! I need to start following this dude's blog because he's got some good ideas going here.
1: He's a Renaissance man. He thinks outside
0: the box. So here's the thing, man. Okay. I've been thinking about buying a grill, but the problem is, the problem is,
1: I'm leaning towards a gas grill. Yeah, I. Because I got a gas grill. Do you? Yeah. I just I've only seen you use the egg. Well, no, I have. That's that's actually technically my father in law's. Um, I know that. Okay, but I just. I mean, yeah. The, the gas, yeah. You know. The gas grill. The gas grill is. I, I. You can. You. They have like little trays. Where you can put wood chips in. Supposedly smoke. I never. I don't know if I'm probably just doing it wrong. I've never been able to get like a good smoke output. Are you talking about from a gas grill? Like yeah. You can, so you. Oh. You. you can, there's like a tray that you sounds. put right on top of the. Or like in between the the burner, mm-hmm. and so the the box. It's like this metal uh, little box that you put okay. the wood chips in, and it kind of it kind of works, but it's not the same. Here's it's just what, not the same.
0: Here's what my take on. Well, I've been looking at grills for a long time now, and I'm what I'm seeing is a lot of kind of fake bells and whistles on stuff. Like yep. I, so I'm not going to name names on the brands. Okay, or maybe I will because who cares, right? <laughs> right. Um, so there's obviously if you're looking at gas grills, there's Weber, right? And then there's this other brand, Char-Broil, basically. Yeah. yeah. And Char-Broil is cheaper, mm-hmm. you know. And they have they're, they're touting this like uh, true infrared yeah. grill thing. I I don't know if anybody out there has one of these, but you should let me know. Howdy, gentlemen. Or Brian at Brian at gentlemen dot com. <laughs> um, because I'm trying to decide on this grill thing, and if actually I'm serious, if you guys have input on this, like seriously, send me an email, Brian at gentleman dot com, because I'm trying to figure this out, and I want to know if somebody's got one of these charcoal grills out there and they've been using it for a while. Let me know how it is, because I'm reading mixed stuff where some people are like, "Oh, it's awesome," and some people are like, "Man, this this grill's really cheap, and this infrared thing is cool, but it's really hard to clean because all the stuff goes in these trays and." I don't know, so I'm reading a bunch of
1: mixed stuff. Do you know anything about this? I do. My brother-in-law actually has an infrared grill. Okay, and I think it's a Charbroil. It char- probably is. Charbroil. That's what they most char grill.
0: Charbroil. Charbroil. Yeah, that's the brand that.
1: Is yeah. Like the, it's kind of cheaper, and it. Right. I mean, they make that. It was like really highly reviewed and stuff yeah. like that, and so. It's, so he has one, and I've cooked on it. So I cook whenever we go and visit. I'll, I'll barbecue stuff, mm-hmm. and um, it's actually pretty awesome. Really? Like. At least I don't know about the cleanup. Yeah, I don't. I don't worry about that. That's been the knock on it is that it's really cool to use and
0: it cooks really evenly. Yes, but it's 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 not very well made and it's hard to clean up after. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's pretty amazing. Like I like he was the first time I saw him use it. There was, um, uh, I think he was cooking something like chicken or something like mm-hmm. thin meat, and he had the grill cranked up, and I was yeah. like. What are you doing? Yeah, you know you're gonna gonna kill this, and Mm -hmm. he's like, no, 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 no. It's it's infrared, and it's got, and they have like extra grill covers and everything, so it just distributes the heat really evenly. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, Um, but you know the trade-off of you know will it stay clean? Yeah,
0: that's see, that's my thing, man. Is that you know when I'm out buying something that's anything significant, (laughs) you know, I I keep finding this pattern over and over again Mm -hmm. where. People that make products are always trying to come up with some hook. You yeah. Know? The new thing this year to get people to buy it. The infrared stuff has been around for a long time. I'm not saying it's like a new thing. But mm-hmm. I'm saying that like it's that, – that Charbroil brand is really like latched onto this tech and they're trying to like make that a differentiator, you know? Yeah. What I like about the Weber stuff is that, yeah, it's more expensive but they do one thing which is just your basic gas grill – and I think they do. If you get in the higher end, they do some of the infrared stuff. But they're all about kind of the roots of. This is just a really good. Yeah, it's just you know gas flames and an iron grate, and it's made really well and it's going to last. Yeah, you know, so that's that's what I would gravitate towards more, not like the newfangled tech, because I think a lot of times when they introduce the new tech into like a barbecue grill, it there's other
1: unforeseen things that you have to deal with that aren't cool, you know. So right. I don't know. Well, spoiler alert: I'm I'm in the, the tail end of writing an article for the Gentleman Blog about mm-hmm. grilling mm-hmm. that I've talked to you about. Yeah, basically, um, you know, gr- grilling is really simple. It's pretty simple, right? Yeah. like it's just it's it's the heat source, mm-hmm. it's the grill, like the actual thing you put the meat on. Yeah, and you know, everything else is kind of you know, like whether you have infrared, whether you have gas, mm-hmm. whether you have charcoal. Right. You know it. So I, I think
0: a, a really good barbecue griller could take my Smoky Joe, which is like the twelve inch like charcoal Weber little ceramic on the grill, porch, yeah, and make an awesome meal out of it. But I can't use that thing to. I just can't figure. I could. I can't ever get. A cons- <laughs> I can't consistently. Use, it's too like I need. Like, I'm such a bad griller. I need yeah? something that I'm just like turnkey. Like oh look, it's 400 degrees. Dude, gas like, is pretty nice. Yeah, Ga- a gas grill. Yeah. I'm just I can't I. It should be simple. It's just charcoal fire and yep. you know and the, and whatever. But I can't I just can't grill consistently on that that thing because either I'm maybe I'm varying how much charcoal I'm putting on. Maybe I one time I don't get it lit enough or next time it's like overly lit, you know yeah yeah. There's just yeah. a lot of variables that I
1: I you know I don't know. So the the thing for me is that while I I wish that charcoal was. I, in a perfect world, I would use a charcoal grill every time. Exactly. All right. But the reality of the situation is is that you have to buy charcoal, mm-hmm. which you have to buy propane. Yep. But I think propane's cheaper at the end of the day. I think by quite a bit. Actually. I was asking somebody because one of my buddies has one of
0: these Weber grills, and mm-hmm. he was like saying um, it's like super fuel efficient. Yeah. Like it seems like you're not even. Every time you grill... You're not even using any of it, Charcoal's know? expensive. Yeah. It's, it's really is.
1: expensive. Well, and have you... What about, like, the wood chip grill? Have you, like, looked into those at all? Like, like the Traeger, Traeger Traeger grills. Yeah. Um, they're... The barrier of entry was too high for me. It's like, expensive, yeah. man. I had a buddy... I would that had, love one.
0: I had a buddy that had a small one. Mm-hmm. He took it out to Winfield at the Bluegrass Festival. Mm-hmm. And he made ribs on it, and it was so awesome, because... We just, like... We were out camping, and he just, like, set it up, you know, six hours, like... I want to keep it at, you know, whatever yeah. degrees like 250 degrees for 6 hours or something, you know, and just yeah. like it, it it automatically takes care of everything for you basically except it's like wood pellets so it's like nicely flavored and
1: Yeah, man. <sighs> that's, that's, that's that's it almost feels like cheating at that point. It is. It is See, a little bit, yeah. I've got I've got a Weber, I think it's a Weber. I'm pretty sure it's a Weber um uh smoker like just mm-hmm. straight up, you know. Okay. It yeah. Looks like a little torpedo mm-hmm. really chintzy smoker but yeah. the thing is is that it does what it needs to do exactly and so if I really if I'm really hankering for like you know I want that like experience of like spending you know three or four hours cooking something that mm-hmm. smells like you know like you want to yeah. take time and do something like yeah, that right, right. then I'll pull that out but the gas grill is great for burgers
0: that's what I mean that's a thing man I'm trying to think about you know when you buy Chicken. something like this you want to like think about how, how like 90% of the time what am I going to be doing here you know because the other thing you have to figure out is how big of a grill you get. Do you get two two burner, three burner, four burner? You know, and it, they all have yeah. like bigger sizes. Yeah. Well, it's mostly just me and my girlfriend. There are going to be times that I'm going to have people over here and be entertaining and like having right. you know, whatever. So I have to decide like, do I want to get a bigger grill for those times or do I just say like 90% of the time it's just going to be the two of us so the small one's, you know, probably fine. You know, I don't know. So many variables.
1: The good news is, is that there are plenty of... By the way, I'll hook you up with uh, some some grill sales whenever <laughs> you're ready. But uh, the Gentleman reserve. Oh uh, yeah, you know we, we have feature, some good grills. Well, we fe- I mean lot they do go on sale quite a bit, especially yeah. around the end of season. That's what I'm want. Yeah, okay. you know, you get closer to like August, July
0: 4th seems like a terrible time to buy a grill. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, it's yeah. They add add money uh, out of the price of the grill. There,
1: there are July 4th sales, right? Mm-hmm. But you probably your best bet is into season. Mm-hmm. Um, so late late summer, early mm-hmm. fall. I don't know if the Webers ever go on sale or Christmas. <laughs> Christmas, yeah, yeah. Weber's Weber's like that. Established, they're yeah. yeah, they're not going to go anywhere. Yeah, but you can get. I mean, I think I have. Man, it's sad that I don't even remember the name of my my grill. It was. <laughs> Is <laughs> it <like> my? Grill. <laughs> it just funny the way it came out. Um, I can't. I can't remember. But it's not Frank? A Weber. Frank James? No, no. I think. Oh, I, I thought you. Were, oh, you're talking about brand name. I thought you were
0: talking about you named your grill.
1: No, 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 no. If I was gonna name my grill, I'd be a female name.
0: Oh, right.
1: Like Bessie or Lucy. Lucy. Yeah. or, I don't know. Well, anyway, right? Okay. Uh, wow. wow. Get, yeah. Uh, so, anyway, uh, send, us,
0: send, send me your send me your experiences with either Weber or, or um, Charbroil, or,
1: I mean, or grilled nachos, or grilled nachos. If you've grilled nachos, we want to hear about it. Any grilling
0: experience, right. or experience with grills, I want to know about it because I'm trying to make this decision now. So maybe by the next podcast, if you send me some emails, I'll talk about like how. Yeah. How you influence my—that's right—decision making.
1: We'll see what Brian did.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to decide. It would help me out a bunch.
1: So, um, anyway, Brian, I'm I'm a little dismayed, um, but not very surprised with our next our next feature tack here. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one is added by Jordan. Username Jordan. Yep, he's, he's uh, been around a while. Good. Should, good I'm it. sorry. I, I shouldn't use the I shouldn't use the term user. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I I have a personal thing against it. Um, yeah. Because a we, member of our community, right? You're not like strung out, and Using gentleman, right? You're <laughs> you you're a member, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're friends. You're, you're a part. You're a part of, of the us. family, man. Yeah, You're
0: part of the family, uh,
1: family the man. gentleman family. Yeah, exactly. So, family member Jordan here, yeah. and I actually have a cousin named Jordan. So this is mm-hmm. like, but anyway. So Jordan posted uh, an article on Forbes titled "Too Much TV May Be Linked to Young Adult Early Death," um, which. Uh, on the surface, isn't surprising at all. No. Um, if you sit on your butt for uh, long periods of time and stare at something, mm-hmm. uh, probably going to impact your health at some point. Yeah. Um, that said, that's my job. Yeah. that's <laughs> so it's a
0: little scary. That's what's disconcerting about this for me, <laughs> is that I'm looking at this and they're like, too much TV... But what's probably wrong is that they're probably sitting around. Right. And I'm just thinking about myself sitting at my desk, like, working on the computer all day. Like, a lot of Americans do. Yeah. Um, But they go on to say that, like, something about, like,
1: how TV's different than working on stuff. I don't know.
0: That seems so far-fetched to me.
1: Well, like all studies, you kind of got to take it with a grain of salt because you can kind of make data do whatever. But um, basically, the the interesting thing about this study is that they studied... uh, let me see here. Uh, the average age when the study started was 37. So that's younger than most mm-hmm. studies of this nature. They kind of study older people at this point. But um, but they said, you're right, that other activities like driving and working on the computer were not linked to death, which suggests there's something different about sitting and watching TV. Mm-hmm. So they basically just said, you know, TV is like the pent-ultimate uh, <laughs> uh sedentary behavior basically yeah you just basically and I wonder if it's you know they've done studies on like your brain when you watch TV and basically there's nothing going on like you're it's not you're not it's not like reading a book all right like because you're yeah you're, you're processing just, what's going on you're you're projecting you're thinking about what could happen mm-hmm. using your imagination none of that's happening when you watch TV it's literally like you know you're just sitting there and, and this yeah. thing if you, did you ever see that it was freaky. Like, this is a blog or something, or Tumblr, called Kids Watching TV. And it's pictures of kids watching TV. Mm-hmm. It was pretty so eye-opening. It's, kind of, it's just kind of like, they look like little zombies. Yeah. I don't know.
0: That, you know, you you were, like, when your daughter, um, you are telling me, I had no idea. But, you know, there's some studies that say you shouldn't, you know, let your kids watch too much television, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't even thought about that ever until you mentioned that. But then, like, when you start looking around and you see kids that are... Um, you know, just kind of glued to the television set, and they're like two, three years old. It's a little bit weird. And I start to yeah. realize that it's like, man, that's kind of odd. Like, you don't... I don't know if that's a good idea. Like, it's yeah. just, it just seems like... Maybe I'm being kind of a Luddite with that, because, you know... But, like, it's 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 weird for me, too, to see, like, little kids play with iPhones or yeah. iPads. Like, it seems like, man, that seems weird. I don't know. Yeah. Like,
1: I, I don't know. It's hard, because... You know, I have a I have a three year old and we have a, a newborn. Well, a new, not a newborn. No, she's no. an infant. Mm-hmm. Um, she's seven months, six, almost seven months old. But so the the three year old um, definitely, you know, is is drawn like there's like we have certain games we let her play on my wife's iPhone, right? Yeah. But we kind of use it as like a last resort. Like yeah. we're out in public and. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta go to it. We just you know, you know. Um, yeah. But it's hard because it works really well. Like mm-hmm. it's a, am- it's amazing actually. I yeah. hate to say that, but yeah. it is a quick fix. But that's just I don't know. Yeah. And like, but TV though is like we try to limit it as much as we can. Mm. Um, but you know, like I was a kid, I love watching TV. Yeah. You know, you just yeah. I don't know. It's hard to. Yeah. It's a, it's a delicate balance. Um, but yeah, there are studies that show that, especially. Especially, like, kids under two. Mm -hmm. Like, they they can, like, equivocally say, yeah, it it impacts how they deal with other people. Well, other children their age. Mm -hmm. How they, you know, just lots of developmental stuff. You're just, like, a sponge at that age. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Also, what's on TV, you know, not exactly... (laughs) You know, gray... Yeah,
0: I can't even... Uh, it's so difficult to kind of wade the waters of... What's, right. Because you never know what around, what's around the corner of the show that you're watching. Right. And what right. they're going to bring up or do. Like, I'd always be sitting there just like, you know, all nervous, <laughs> like sweating the whole time. Like, yeah. Like, what are they going to... You know, whatever. Yeah, we
1: watched, we watched some... Oh, we watched Ghostbusters, right? Yeah. And my daughter was in the room. I didn't think anything of it because, you know, I was a kid. You know, I Watched I was Ghostbusters. Like, it's Ghostbusters, yeah. right? Yeah. Started so watching Ghostbusters and like, you know... There's a lot of things that you don't, you know, g- given your... It's a Bill Murray movie. Right. There's right. some things going on there that right. you're not going to want to... Yeah. Right. So, so you know, and, and so I, we had to turn it off because, like, you know, you can't... You yeah. Know, but it's... Yeah. Well, yeah. It's just hard because yeah. it's a medium you have no control over kind mm-hmm. of... I mean, for the most part, you, don't, you can't control what's going to be on and what's... I think, you know,
0: and the thing about that is, too, and I, and I forget about this part, is that you... Like, when you're a kid, you don't get all the jokes, but mm-hmm. you just kind of laugh along. Right. So when the sex yeah. stuff or, like, the stuff that's inappropriate comes up, yeah, even though the parents are like, oh, my gosh, you know, what have I done or whatever, like, the kids probably a lot of times just goes right over their heads. Yeah. And, then like, you know, whatever. But then it gets weird sometimes where your kids probably start repeating stuff and, like, you know, like... I don't
1: know yeah we're at that age where she's really repeating stuff she's starting
0: to I mean like <laughs> every two weeks I see her and she's smarter I can tell yeah, she's yeah. getting more like deft yeah. about stuff like yeah kind of like pushing buttons and like being smart about trying I to I don't
1: know what you're talking about bro I, I don't know man yeah, it's it's amazing how quickly they grow up, mm-hmm. like how much they change. Yeah.
0: Well, like, it's like I said, every two weeks I see her, I'm like, she's learned something in <laughs> last two weeks. I can tell. Like, just kind of talking to her. So. It's usually to my detriment, too. Well, yeah, she's figured out some other way to push <laughs> oh. push Glenn around, basically.
1: She is strong-willed. <clears throat> I hope she listening to this someday. Yeah. And I hope she knows I love her. But right now, cheap, I don't like her. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. I love her. She's, you know, I, I, she has a great. Not that man. This is we're getting off topic here. But she's. We have a great. Uh, we've always had great babysitters. Yeah, for our kids so far, um, and but. The, the one we go to now she was great because I was like you know is she doing a, like mm-hmm. if she's being bossy or if she's doing this or that just put her in her place because <laughs> yeah. we were doing this all the time Yeah. alright just you know I mean she's a good kid but she's yeah. just you know she's naturally that way Yeah. and uh, and she's like you know she's like she does alright she's like she tries to get away with stuff mm-hmm. occasionally that she probably shouldn't Yeah. but she's like that's like every other kid and she's yeah. like plus do you really want a kid that's just gonna do whatever you tell it to do yeah, you seriously. want you want uh, you know, I've. I've I, uh, the guy. I know this guy who basically said, you know. I was talking about, you know, parenting, how hard it is, and he has kids too. And he's like, you know, he's like, the hard thing to remember is that kids, when they're born, they're spending every waking hour from that point on try, gaining tools and learning how to basically become independent. Right. To leave you. Right. And so they're going to do, you know, and so it's hard to, like, parent
0: and. Right, you want some resemblance of like listen yeah. to authority, but right. you don't want too much, right? You know, whatever. So I, I get that. It's yeah.
1: basically like a losing battle, yeah, all yeah. the time.
0: I, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know how you do it. I'd constantly be questioning my decisions, because you, I mean, you're oh yeah, kind of, that's like, I mean, you're you're kind of shaping a person along the way, and you don't know if you're doing good, bad, or indifferent, or you know, whatever. So,
1: well, Brian, I've heard it explained like it's like flying an airplane, right? Alright, you, you, you're getting the you get in the plane in Kansas City and mm-hmm. you're gonna fly to Chicago, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. No, let's go farther. Look at LA. You're flying right. to LA, right? Right. Now the whole flight is a series of corrections, right? Mm-hmm. You're not gonna fly in an exact straight line. Right. Wind comes up, you right. know, you hit a storm, right, something happens, but you're always correcting, right? Mhm. It's like parenting. Okay. You're always are keeping them on the path. You're always failing, but at the same time you're always figuring out how to get there. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, that's that's the links of the of the week. Yeah. Thank you for posting. You guys come up with amazing
0: stuff yep. all the time. Really appreciate it. Um check out gentleman.com if you haven't seen if you haven't seen the site um and and check out some of the stuff on there and uh also visit podcast.gentleman.com to check out the links we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, and moving on, we're going to talk about the uh, hot button topic, Glenn.
1: Hot button.
0: Ooh, nice job. <laughs> Brian um, joins me with the harmony. Uh, so uh, the hot button topic, this is where we talk about something a little bit controversial. And, you know, right. the 4th of July is right around the corner. Um, and you know what I was thinking about this, Glenn? Uh, here in Lawrence, Kansas, Yes, um, they do something a little bit controversial around the 4th of July. They, they actually do. said, they threw a, the stake down on the ground. They said... No more fireworks. No one inside the city limits can, can have fireworks. Without a license, yeah. Yeah. So um, the the question is, like, how do you balance safety um, uh-huh. versus, uh, you know, having fun on the 4th of July? Right. I mean, people are out there celebrating the country's, you know, independence. Um, but, I mean, really people are just out there to, like, blow stuff up and, and have fun, you know, a lot of times. Um, right. So... Uh, you kind of throw I mean You know It's not as cool I mean it's fun to go to Like a good fireworks show But as yeah. a kid I always like Had Oh fire, man. Even when I was in like High school college I'd still go out And get fireworks And you know Go blow them up So
1: Man I have a stockpile Of <laughs> like Bottle rock Literally in my garage I have yeah. I don't know How many gross of uh, bottle rockets just waiting to be fired. That was the thing because they got banned or something at one point, didn't they? In Kansas? I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. They've been banned in Kansas. I, uh, I uh, cross uh, state lines state to... Uh, we're not that far I from, may or may not. Uh, we're not
0: that far from another uh, a border state mm-hmm. that has some history with our state.
1: We won't call it by name. Yeah. But they do sell bottle rockets. Right. So... So... My brother also... <laughs> I forgot about this. My brother has worked previously... In uh, firework stands, firework tents. Yes, yeah. In, in Mississippi. Now, let me tell you something, guys. If you are, or, or girls listening, if yep. you are wanting to uh, look at a career path um, <laughs> that is got safety and you know, uh, right uh, security, security, dude, run away screaming from any uh proposition to sell fireworks in a fire tent because my brother's had a, a gun pulled on him mm-hmm. he's had um that's that's like that should be enough right there but i nice. could i could tell story after story um of and now part of it was where where he was stationed mm-hmm. um but uh you know that it's crazy anyway my brother hooked me up with some sweet fireworks <laughs> But the problem was, is that his apartment burned down, and they went up in the fire. Oh, I was, forgot About that, it was awful. I mean, obviously his his apartment burning was awful. Yeah, they weren't there. Everyone was safe. Yeah, except the cat. Oof. But uh, anyway, <laughs> and my fireworks. He brought yeah. me back like a like. Oh man. I'm a little sick to my stomach. I had like Texas pop rockets. I had a bunch of bottle rockets. Were
0: they going off? Like, while well, the
1: f- I, I don't know. That's uh, what I, I, I really wanted to know, but I didn't want to ask. Mm. Like, hey, I know your cat just died, but yeah, did you How see the, the fireworks, fireworks show? <laughs> so, so right. but Ed went down
0: to uh, he went down to where you say he, he just like he, he answered Nat or something to go work at a fireworks stand. How'd I think he
1: knew somebody who knew somebody to okay. go to, to Mississippi to sell fireworks.
0: Okay, so in a smaller town. You, you you basically, I think, you know, with these firework stands, they just pop up all over the nation. They need people to, like, sell the fireworks for them. Exactly. So, you know, if it, they just probably, like, look all over the place to find somebody to staff these things. and It's crazy. Yeah. It's like a little mafia. I had no idea, like, of the perils of... But, you know, it's like a cash. You got a lot of cash yeah, coming it's through it's all there. cash. And it's well, a lot no, of money. it's not all cash. It's but-
1: a lot of money real quick. You know? So you got... Right. You know. So he would... Oftentimes, he and his friend would hide the money. They'd take apart the dash of their car and hide it in the dash of their car or... it's a good idea. Something, some, somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. But they'd have to sleep in a tent, inside of the tent. Yeah. Um, and there was, you know, attempted robberies. Man. There was all... Like, basically, you're living for a week in... in yeah, constant In fear, constant like <laughs> vigilance of something going wrong. Right. I mean, he, he he had to, you know, like he had to have a shot, like a shot, like a saw off shot. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, you never know. Maybe not saw off I don't know what he, I don't know what it was. Some kind had, of a yeah. He had some form deterrent. of protection. Yeah. Which he didn't shoot it at anybody, right. but it had to be there to be like you know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Long and short is.
0: Yeah, dangerous profession. It's a dangerous sure.
1: profession, and. Yeah. But is it so? I mean, well. The, so we're talking back about to the letters, original question things.
0: So here's the thing man Like I, I I'm definitely like A, a proponent of ke- Like keeping the fireworks But I was talking to my dad On the phone A few days ago mm-hmm. And I had forgotten this But mm-hmm. there was like A house in Manhattan That burned down last year Fourth mm-hmm. of July mm-hmm. Firework on the roof burnt to the ground You know So I, While I like I feel for those people And I you know it's You know That's terrible that that happened It's like I don't know. I mean, some. I mean, sometimes, yeah. You know, it's like, some, like, should you stop everybody in the country from selling fireworks? Right. You know what I mean? Like, or right. in the state from doing fireworks? I'm sorry, your neighbor's an idiot. Yeah, I, that's the thing. Is that it's it's that age old argument? Is it like, is it a somebody that was just negligent with their fireworks, or right. is it really just you know? Yeah, because, because fireworks. Let me tell you, are precise. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> You know, <laughs> you really,
1: you got to know what you're doing, you oh, know, and, and put them in the right placing. Uh, I've, you know, I'm pretty deaf with a bottle rocket. I'm, I never, I, I, yeah, I've only shot them a few times. Oh man. I've been in bottle rocket wars man. with my family. Wow. With other, I mean, I, yeah. I, I yeah. yeah, but you got to know that you're going to burn holes in something that yeah. you're wearing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've, i shot my, my sister-in-law. <laughs> with a bottle rocket like it like up up like inner thigh right um it was it was a nasty bruise i never got to see it but lin was like it was about as big as a grapefruit and black and blue <gasps> it was it was perfect it was incredible wow it was a lot of luck mhm um but i also got hit in a uh region that uh, i prefer not like to france? get like <laughs> france i got hit in france <laughs> <laughs> and it made me do the boogie dance. <laughs> um, so, anyway. Uh,
0: so, what do you, what do you think, Glenn? Do you think it's it, good, bad, and different that they're, like, not allowing fireworks in this? Because the thing is, too, like, the like I read an article today. They were saying, like, despite this firework ban, you know, people are going to, like, be setting up fireworks. Right. And, like, the police aren't going to go around and, like. It's kind of toothless. St- yeah. I mean, they can't stop everybody in town from shooting up fireworks.
1: Supposedly there's a fine of, like, a dollar for every. Bottle rocket in, 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 you know. So if you have a gross, it's one hundred forty four bucks, right there. Yeah, right, gross. Yeah, twelve by twelve. So anyway, I I love. Yeah, (laughs) I love. I think it's different than like I don't know. I think the cases where things burn down. Uh well I don't know I guess that could it's, be common yeah I think if it's like a I think it's conditional right yeah. let's say there hasn't been any rain forever yeah all right let's yeah. say everything is really really dry I understand them saying you know what guys this year yeah. let's not be crazy right. let's just let's just not let's do it just, this year let's just not let's yeah. just call it but uh, but a ban like you know no way you know yeah. I don't know I yeah I think you kind of it's Fourth of July what do you expect right. right I mean I have so many summers of like. I remember one summer, we, we, we had this, like, our, one of my friends had this old freezer, mm-hmm. and we basically spent, the, like, a weekend trying to blow up his freezer, <laughs> right. and we did it. Like, after a while, it took a long time, a lot of MAs, but we got <laughs> it done. I, I think about fireworks in the 60s, man. Like, you know?
0: Or like the 50s or something. Oh, no, there's an you know? exact science. Well, I mean, you know, like fireworks have been around for a long time. Yeah, they have. And they're, uh, they're a lot more mundane now than they probably used to be. I, I don't know. I don't have any experience with they fireworks are. back then. Oh, day, they are. But, like, I mean, even when I was growing up, it seemed like they were kind of dumbing them down, you know? So you know, back in like the
1: 50s and 60s, they, they were, were like, like Claymores? Crazy. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> okay. you, Claymore? Yeah. You mean. It's you like, mean a Dixie Traveler? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah. Don't point this at your neighbor's house now. Have fun, kids. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: Woo. Yeah. So I don't know. It, it's I don't know. I think we both kind of agree. We feel weird about them banning them outright, but it's it's it is a fire hazard and it's kind of dangerous.
1: I wonder how many other places in the states have that. A lot of places. That. I think a lot of states, even statewide, have um, you can't huh. have fireworks statewide. Wow. See, I grew up in the country, and so we were, we can shoot fireworks whenever we want. That's right. You know, you're out of city limits, you can you're, do whatever. Uh, yeah, you're an island out there, man. Yeah. Yeah. But my parents were still, they were pretty. The Isle of Stansbury. The Isle of Stansbury. <laughs> they're pretty, they're pretty, I don't know, they don't like shooting yeah. out. I mean, because, you know, you have fields and stuff that oh, catch on yeah. fire. You're, mm-hmm. So, I, I understand. But growing up, I didn't.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man, fireworks are the best when you're like a 10-year-old kid, you know. I remember yeah it, that was those that was some fun times. I so. I hate to think of kids now not being able to do that.
1: I know. I w- yeah. I w- I had this friends uh, this friend whose dad would they would go and they would buy like a huge roll of black hats, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they would take them all apart. Yeah. Unroll them all and then they put them in a bucket. Did you mm-hmm. ever do this? No. And so you you light one, you toss it in the bucket <sighs> and like it's like popcorn like. Right. A few go and then all yeah. of a sudden pfft, yeah. And it is loud and intense. Yeah. It is awesome. That's
0: cool. It was a lot of fun. That. Yeah. yeah. This is one of the things, too, when I was, like, a kid, and I was, like, thinking, like, whoa, when I'm, like, 25, <laughs> and I have a job, and I'm I'm a, I can do anything, anything. I'm going to go buy, like, all the stuff in the stand. I'm going to walk in there and be, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take everything, you know? Like, I'm going to take a lot, oh. yeah,
1: you know? I'm yeah, the other top shelf rocket. I want to that two of them, hundred dollars, yeah, sixty seconds, no problem. <laughs> yeah, seriously.
0: <laughs> but now it's like I don't, you know, I, I still you understand I mean, value. Well, I would still do that. <laughs> I okay, I mean, especially if I had kids, I, I would go, out, I, I'd go out and buy. buy yeah, something. I don't. What know. I would do is I'd wait until noon on Fourth of July. Then I and then I'd rock up to the fireworks stand. I'd look the guy in the eye and I'd be like. <laughs> I got 300 You
1: What?
0: You know? You can we have, know you're making 10 times what you're selling us for. It's the 4th of July. You don't know. You got to unload Make your, your merchandise. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Throw the dollars like, throw, the Yeah. Throw <laughs> the dollars.
1: Yeah. <laughs> give me, yeah. Give me some.
0: Yeah. Okay. Jerry,
1: Jerry Maguire. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, but yeah. Show me the bottle Rockets. Yeah, Seriously. Um, I have more stories about fireworks, but I won't get them ahead yeah. of myself. I have we're going to talk, talk about that. Uh, that's
0: a little, uh, you know, yep. getting ahead of ourselves yes. there. Uh, but first, uh, Glenn, we've got to do the uh, Gentleman Toast of the Week. Gentleman Toast. And, and this is where we talk about and highlight some interesting uh, mm. figure mm. Um, in the world of the world. The world of the world. <laughs> the, world of the world. In the world. <laughs> I, any interesting figure in the world, right? That um, that we think is, is is worthy of a toast, worthy worthy of a toast. Yeah. And this week, um, I was looking around. I was like, "Who who could I do?" And I was just sitting sitting outside, and I was thinking,
1: Clint Eastwood. Clint would good, Eastwood
0: would be a good one. Excellent choice. Um, and Clint, you know, he's done everything. Yep, man. Like this dude, uh, he's a he's an actor, he's a director, he's a producer, and he's a composer. What? He, yeah, he's composed the score of several of his films. Really? And he's—I think he's won Academy Awards for him. Yeah. Really? Like, which do you know which films off the top of your head? Or? Um, let's see. I would have to look. Mystic River, Million Dollar Baby, Flags of Our Fathers, Grace Is Gone, Changeling, uh, Hereafter, and J. Edgar. Wow, he did all those original comp- piano compositions for In the Line of Fire. So he actually plays piano. Huh. Um, I love, this, I love this guy because, you know, I was re- I, I was watching this interview with him, you know, much, you know, and it's, it's, he's 84 years old, this was probably in his late 70s, mm-hmm. and they were talking to him about, like, doing films, and, uh, you know, why he was still doing it, yeah. when he's in his 70s, you know, mm-hmm. and he just looked at the guy like he was crazy, and he was like, you know, tomorrow if I decide I don't want to do this anymore, it's not fun, I'll just stop doing it, <laughs> but I still enjoy doing it, so I'm still doing it. Like, you know, classic Clint Eastwood, you know, kind of thing going on there. But, um, yeah, I mean, I was, uh, you know, had some interesting facts about him, like, back in the day. You know, some of the stuff I didn't know about him was that he was drafted in the Army in 1951, and they promptly made him a lifeguard and swimming instructor in this, you know, Army fort in California. Sure, sure. Um, That makes sense. (laughs) I've never even heard that there was like an army post for a swimming instructor and lifeguard. Well, you Colonel, know, I guess, you know, I didn't think about this at all while I was writing this, but I was, you know, uh, being a swimming instructor is probably actually a really important job in the army, especially if they're going to be, you know, going out to battle where they have to be at sea and stuff. Like I guess. That. Yeah. I mean, so they probably really do have to know how to swim. Uh, so.
1: Operation mongoose. Yeah. All right.
0: Yeah. Trying to take out Castro well via look, the water this this comes back to help him actually, because a few years later he was a uh, passenger on a douglas uh douglas bomber um well, he was going back to visit his parents, he was riding on a military plane and it ran out of fuel on the way back and it crashed into the sea what and lifeguard well yeah uh, he <laughs> he escaped from the sinking aircraft and he and the pilot swam three miles to safety, so you <laughs> On a bomber, runs out of fuel, crashes into the ocean, escapes from the aircraft once it's crashed in the ocean, and then swims three miles and with the pilot, so being a lifeguard, he probably was giving him tips on swimming the yeah. whole time. Like
1: Use your legs.
0: <laughs> it <laughs> helps. He probably had him like yeah. you know, bear hug like swimming back the ocean. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I can't remember if it was two or three miles back yeah. to that island. <laughs> yeah.
0: So anyway. Kinda of cool. Um, you know, his his film career started with uh he was in the television show Rawhide. Rawhide! Yeah. Um, but uh he his first film he took um fistful of dollars. Yeah. Because he felt like his character in Rawhide was like the, you know, quintessential kind of like do good yeah. and guy, you know, all the time like, you know, wearing the white cap and being yep. the hero. And so he he did that movie to be the antihero. Um, which is a really cool decision to make to kind of like he didn't do it for very much money or you know anything like that. He just felt it was like a good career move to like play somebody that kind of took him outside of that, hmm. you know, public vision of who he was. Um, but man, I mean, the guy he's done tons of films. Um, you know, he's the directed spaghetti it. westerns are awesome. Uh, yeah, but I mean, even the stuff he's directed, I, yeah, it's kind of cool because I've his first film that he ever directed is called Play Misty for Me. Have you have you seen Mm-mm. this film? No. Um, I, I don't know why I want to, I think we were watching it was like Halloween movies so like every every Halloween I, I watch scary movies yeah you know, all month and this is supposed to be a scary movie it's kind of a thriller and it's, it's the first film that Clint Eastwood ever directed okay and it's, he's starring in it and it's about a jazz radio DJ but the point is the movie's terrible <laughs> I mean the movie is like you know almost heroes the premise is yes, it, almost like, heroes it's like psh, worse than that you know So, uh, but what's cool about that is that, so he, that was his directorial debut and the movie just kind of stinks. But (laughs) three years later, um, he, he directed his first Western, which is called High Plains Drifter, which is one of my favorite Westerns, um, that I've ever seen. It's great storyline, uh, you know, and, and just a really, really well done, Mm. uh, movie. And so what I like about that is that, you know, from kind of getting started and, 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 the, the you know first directorial debut sucks.
1: Didn't really go so well. Yeah,
0: it didn't go so well. But then he he makes one of my favorite westerns. So I just kind of like that progression that you see. Yeah. Like he's definitely like always throughout his career. And now he's a composer, still doing movies, still doing movies that are award winning. And and I've seen a lot of his like even like stuff like Gran Torino, which was a pretty good movie. I, I mean, like, like that movie. Yeah, you know there's just all kinds of stuff that he's done throughout his career that's pretty awesome. So
1: see yeah Grant Trino's I, I actually watched that probably in the last six months that was a good uh, movie yeah
0: I mean uh, it's, it's hard you'd be hard pressed to kind of find a, a low point in his career maybe the 80s because I don't remember I don't know it yeah. seems like in the 70s you had the whole Dirty Harry thing yeah. and then like in the early 80s and then there was like this huge gap yeah there was some movie with a monkey like orangutan uh, I don't know it's weird huh. I don't remember what it was called but don't I remember it growing up but yeah that is, it, it was a really famous movie <laughs> He's, like, driving around with an orangutan. I don't know what it is, man. Really? Uh, maybe I'll edit it in. Maybe I'll... Oh, that's what I'll do. Future Brian. Future Brian. Edit... Drop yourself in and say... Oh, wait. I'll, let me set it up here. Okay. okay. Um, oh, I figured it out, Glenn. That movie is... Every Which Way But Loose. Remember?
1: Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that no, one. no,
0: I don't remember, actually. Well, but, okay. But, yeah, that was a really good movie. You do, and that's yeah, what's important. Yeah, exactly. So I figured that out. It's <laughs> just off the top of my head. Um, but, um, but, yeah. So... Toast to Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Um, well done, sir. I like, I like that he's a renaissance man doing all this stuff. Man. You know, composing soundtracks, producing stuff, directing stuff, acting and stuff. Stuff.
1: I know I know. in the last year I saw Attack on Gentleman, somebody posted where Clint Eastwood, um, uh, he actually saw this – he was at some event, saw this guy choking
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the guy was – well, he was talking to the guy and the guy said – they interviewed the guy and right – He's like I was. He's like I basically I was talking to Clint Eastwood, so like I was, I was kind of like you know, I was I was tense and like you know, so nervous. And I decided to take a bite of something and and take a drink of something and laugh at the same time. Basically, he chokes on this thing. I I think it was like a meatball or something like that. And Clint's like, "You you're choking, right?" And he's like, "Ah, ah." "Yeah." And so Clint picks him up, gives him the Heimlich. You know, meatball flies across the room. (laughs) And he's like, he's like I, I just, I just got a highlight. I just got the highlight from Clint Eastwood. Wow, that's and awesome. Clint was like, "You're all right? okay." <laughs> and so like nothing phased him, right? He was like, yeah. "Yeah, I do this every day, you know." Yeah, and, it, and come to learn, you just said he's 84. Yeah. So he's probably 82, 83. When this yeah. happened?
0: Yeah, wow, 83 year old man. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, being able to, to give somebody a Heimlich.
1: He memory. doesn't look 83. It's like Sylvester Stallone, except I don't think he has had as much. Or any surgery, like yeah. Sylvester Sly Sly's uh, been under the knife a few times. Yeah, and his face other, is looking like other things. a Halloween mask.
0: Yeah, it's, seriously, it's like sorry, Sylvester. I you know Glenn, this is this is views of Glenn Stansbury only.
1: Oh, I should use a pseudonym or something. Yeah, I've seen Rambo. Okay, well anyway, uh, anyway, uh, Clint Eastwood. Yeah, Clint Eastwood, you're the man.
0: Okay, so that's been established. Yes. Okay. Um. Okay. Well. Then uh, this is. It's time for the f- uh, final segment of the Gentleman Podcast. Already? And yeah. We're already <laughs> there. Yeah. It's. It's been a. It's been a whirlwind. It has. Um. <laughs> obviously, the Fourth of July is coming up. It's yeah. Uh. Today. It's today. <laughs> if you're listening, to this when it gets released.
1: Tada! Which, you
0: know. Uh. This is uh, a, year, a, uh. It's. It's almost a live broadcast, but slightly delayed. So, so yeah. As a it's delay. not
1: quite simulcast. Yeah. It's it's, it's all it's pretty close. Yeah. But, it's you know, whatever. If you're in Japan. Yes. Uh, this um, is delayed. Mm-hmm.
0: We're big in Japan. Yes, um, So... Uh, um, Go ahead. Yes. What is your best 4th of July memory?
1: My best memory? Well, mm. I already talked about that summer that my friends and I blew apart a freezer. Mm. It's hard to top that. It was, and to be to be fair, I, I I was only on the tail end of the effort, mm-hmm. um, but I did contribute. Mm-hmm. That was a great summer. Um, I think my best Fourth of July memory. There's so many good ones to choose from, but the best one was probably eight, not eight or seven years ago, mm-hmm. eight years ago. Um, <clears throat> my then girlfriend, now wife, uh, went with some friends out to. Uh, my dad was renovating houses at the time, and he had this house that he was renovating on the lake. Mm-hmm. And so it had you know walkway down on the lake, had its own dock. Oh wow! And so, that's cool. but the, this little lake, this local little lake, mm-hmm. has their own fireworks show. They all contribute. Everybody contributes. Oh, to it's like firework. a private sh- fireworks show. So we yeah. were in like, um, so a few friends and us. Oh, that's not very good grammar. A few, a few of our friends mm-hmm. and me, me <laughs> and my wife. Man, I can't think. Few. <laughs> There were some people that I knew that they were that there were there that went with me right. and Lynn mm. and uh, anyway we had like rafts like the inflatable okay you know yeah, like,
0: yeah the cheap inflatable yeah, the cheap yeah. fl-
1: and sat like we're in the water just like looking up and watching the fireworks it was pretty That's pretty awesome, awesome. yeah but I I I can't recommend enough being in the lake while mm. watching a fireworks show okay anyway. Yeah, that was that was a blast. That's cool. That's good. Yeah. Oh, that was good. That was a good one. Yeah. Okay. How about you? So I was trying
0: to think about this, and I I have a lot of memories of various you know things Mm -hmm. from Fourth of July. Mm -hmm. But I mean, my my favorite was probably from when I was a kid. But it's also because like I kind of started doing this too when I was in college for a little bit. But there's this little town called Wamigo, Kansas, and what they have going on there is they have their local like fair carnival you Mm -hmm. know thing with the rides and all this stuff and it's on the fourth of july and they also have this like i think one of the biggest fireworks shows in kansas yeah at this like on the same day um so you you can basically show up there this like this started when i was a kid like my Mm -hmm. family would go there like so when i was a little kid like i'd go and like be able to ride the rides, and we'd see, like, the big 4th of July, like, fireworks show, and then we'd go home, and we'd, like, shoot our fireworks off, you know, and, like, or or whatever. Wow. So it was, like, a big... Full day. Yeah, it was, like, a big, you know, a, obviously, like, when you're, like, a 10-year-old kid, you're, like, <laughs> looking forward to that for, like, weeks, you know? Yeah. And, like, it's, like, the culmination of, like, a ton of stuff. <laughs> so it's, like, that was a lot of fun, because you go to, like, get to eat nachos and, like, oh. get on a Ferris wheel and, you know... Whatever, all the rides, you know, all the cool rides that you think are awesome when you're a kid, but they're really tiny when you get on them. Right. <laughs> Even though I'm still a little bit afraid of the Ferris wheel, because I have a thing with heights. So,
1: yeah, that one. Know.
0: But uh, anyway, so I, yeah. but I still did, I did that in college, and it was still fun. Yeah. But what happened with that was that it got too overrun with people. I mean, it's impossible to get in or out of there, because it's so packed on really? the 4th of July. The um, fireworks show, or just everything? Well, on the 4th of July, if you show up at this deal, like, it's just, it's too, like, it, like say you want to go get some nachos from the concession stand, mm-hmm. it's impossible. The concession stands have lines. Like it, really, it, it takes you like thirty, forty five minutes just to get to the get to the concession stand because there's so many people in this tiny little area. It's Ugh. like everybody from around there just comes now, and it's it's just too. So you can't go there anymore. So you, you can't. I guess you. It's like they say, you can't go
1: home, Glenn. You can't, can't go
0: home. So you know, recommend checking it out at some point, but um, maybe not. Okay. Um, what was your closest call almost or, uh, almost or successful firework injury? Like where you like avoided being like horribly burned or whatever.
1: Wow. Um, well I've been burned many times, so Mm -hmm. I can't remember the avoiding part really. Yeah. Uh, but it was mostly just like the back end of bottle rockets just like coming Mm -hmm. out. And landing on my shirt or You were or you
0: were talking to me earlier about your bottle rock, bottle rocket wars. So yes,
1: yeah. So that that that'd be a good example of. Yeah, I would go with friends. Well, when I was young in high school, we'd have a we'd go to. A, there's a historic site near my own town where there was a, mm-hmm. a civil war battle. Right, and we would recreate that battle with bottle rockets mm, on a on a road right next to it. Yeah. And um, so yeah, you know, almost died a few times there. Right. Um. I had a, a battle with uh, my my wife, my wife and her family. Oh, uh, basically it was. Steve seems pretty cagey. Uh. He actually, it's funny you bring that up because <laughs> he got a, he found a PVC pipe, so he basically had this really unfair advantage of a six foot long scope <clears throat> that he
0: used to fine tune the direction of the. Yeah,
1: I was running all night. Like, I, he, he got me, he, let's just say, uh, it, if it was a map of Texas, I got hit in the panhandle. Okay. Right? You know right. what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. So. Okay. Right. Probably edit that out. But anyway, the, 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 France, got hit in France. Yeah, in France, yeah. Um, and, but it was, I'm pretty sure it's was deliberate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't prove anything, but he did have a scope. To shoot bottle, but right. that was also the same night where I, I had he might the- have like
0: sneezed right when he was <laughs> yeah. shooting. The oh, I don't know the- what
1: happened, it got a little lower, yeah, just like all the other shots right. I shot at you, right? That you've been hopping over, <laughs> yeah, man. I did get her Lynn sister with the, the shot heard around the world where the the, the grapefruit size bruising on the was that blood. like,
0: um, was this earlier on in your, um, yeah, wing of. Okay. Yeah. I, I was envisioning this like uh, meet the parents type scenario <laughs> yeah. where he like no. gets all into like the the volleyball match. Yeah, and He yeah. like hits it, yeah. you know, and then he hits the sister right in law right in We go pinball red. Yes, yes, yeah. Seriously, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: <clears throat> yeah. So no, it wasn't quite like that. Okay. They definitely were dishing it out. So okay. so you're kinda it
0: the re- coming. They had you're on the receiving end. of yeah. a lot of it. it okay. Was,
1: it was uh yeah
0: okay. Um, you know, as as a kid, I was super careful. Man, I oh was, really? Yeah, I you know I didn't. I don't think I ever pointed another firework at an at a person until I was in college. Really? Yeah, because I I heeded the warnings, man. Mm. Like you know, some of my friends and stuff like that would always do like the uh, was it, Roman candles. Yes, they pick up Roman candles and I I, I never did that. I really? ne, I was never about doing that stuff. You know? Yeah. I mean, I had friends that would like toss like lady fingers or something like that. You oh. know? And I had a friend that actually had one like blow up in his hand and everything. Oh. And he was I mean, it's a lady finger. It's yeah. fine. It was fine. He was just a big blister basically just from the heat. You yeah. Know? But um I never did that, man. I would like I would I would heat all the warnings and do all the things the right way. You know, which is kinda like the precursor of I guess kind of my personality now. But as a little kid, like I was I I would put the Roman candle in the ground and like light yeah. it and run away. You know, I never ran around holding right. it because I was like, "But that could hey, explode. look at this." <laughs> yeah, it might hurt you if I hit you right, with it. Right, you know? right, So, but you know, I think in in college, I might have done that a couple times, just whatever. But I felt weird about it even when I was in college. I felt like this is like something that's on fire. I probably yeah. shouldn't be holding it. Like
1: yeah, that goes away, that feeling. Mm. <laughs> if you do it enough, so I just, it becomes a numb. I just didn't do it. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I was doing it incorrectly. Right. Especially of,
1: if people are firing things at you first. So
0: I never really had, I don't think I had any major clothes. I'm sure there was something where I lit something and then you, there's that, there's that, there's always that story where you like, you light something and you think it's out. Right. So you like, oh, it must've gone out. And you slowly walk up to it and you're like, oh yeah, it's out. And then you go to like, kick it over or something and it like blows up. You know I mean so I've, <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. done that before, I know because I, I remember several times when I've you yeah, know assumed something out, yeah. yeah, but um you know, so i I guess I haven't had any major close calls yet, hmm. I guess I'm, I'm probably not going to be setting off any fireworks because I live in Lawrence so, right right, um hmm. if I do, it yeah. will be in my back lot
1: right where there's a lot of timber and mm-hmm. wood, yeah, uh, how much do you typically spend on fireworks, Glenn? Man, I used to – I would go with, like, that friend who who had, like, the dad that would oh, just blow yeah. a paycheck on fireworks. Yeah. yeah that was yeah. awesome. That's cool. But I I'm, I, never – growing up, I never got to do that. Like, my mm-hmm. parents would buy us fireworks. It wasn't like yeah. – but they were smart enough, you know, to to pay their, you know, mortgage mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And not miss it because they bought fireworks for us. Yeah. Um, so – but now, I don't know. Like, when I was in junior high, high school, I would probably blow – Fifty or sixty bucks. Yeah.
0: That's probably what I did too when I was in. Yeah,
1: I think, man, the cost of fireworks have just—they're yeah. ridiculous.
0: Yeah, it's stupid when you know that you know this thing costs them like ten cents and they're charging you fifty bucks for it. Like you right. be like what am I? What's going on here?
1: Like right, the, the markup is like a thousand percent. Yeah, it's like diamonds. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. seriously. Yeah, except it's more popular. Yeah, and they'll move everything quicker and yeah. If the inventory gets damaged, it's not a big deal.
0: Right, right, right. For his, Yeah. Yeah. Um, <sighs> yeah, so, I mean, I, I can't believe I didn't think about this when you were talking about Ed working at a firework stand earlier, but I actually worked at a fire, firework stand as well. Really? Yeah. Growing up, I went to a Catholic school. Mm. And uh, one of the things they did every summer was they had a firework stand to, mm. as a fundraiser. Oh, well, yeah. But, man, I... I think about this now, and I'm like, and when I was a kid, they they had the kids go work there. The kids worked there. They they sold the fireworks, you know, like mm-hmm. all this stuff. That must have been a huge moneymaker. Oh, I mean, they like they had free labor because it was like a volunteer thing. Yep, you know, all cash deal. It's a charity, basically. Right, so, so you don't no have to tax. pay taxes. Right. Um, they were you know probably one of the only games in town. They had a nice huge like you know Oof. thing and everything. I mean. That was a that was a pretty smart wow. idea. But um, you know, I don't know. Interesting. Hmm. But uh so I haven't I haven't bought fireworks in a while. Yeah. I, I think that you know, I can't remember the last time I bought like it was probably like five or six years ago and I there's no particular reason for that. I guess I just haven't had a good occasion to like go buy fireworks. But
1: Yeah. I,
0: I don't know. I, when you got kids that are growing right. up, so at some point they're gonna be like, Dad, go buy me some fireworks, you know. And you're gonna have to make that decision of like, you know, what you uh, what you go for? There was always this. Okay, so there was always this family on the block that I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a daughter that was like really good friends with my sister, mm-hmm. and they would they were the family that went all out. <laughs> I mean, we're talking hundreds and hundreds of dollars just on fi- I mean, they would go and put a grand down on fireworks. Gosh! Yeah. So they had a huge like, and it was a thing. I mean, they they'd have a big party have a bunch of drinks and they do all these fireworks you know but now that i'm looking back on that i'm thinking and i'm glad we didn't live like next door to them you know what i mean (laughs) can you imagine being the neighbor of that person and it's like suburbia so it's like your yards are right there and they're putting off a thousand dollars worth of fireworks like man and they're all tons of tons of drinks in them and stuff like that you know they're not being very safe with them so no uh i don't know yeah, I haven't done it in a while, but yeah, probably when I was last time, it'd probably be fifty or sixty bucks, you know, because I kind of want to get some cool
1: stuff. See, the pro- my problem is, is that my wife loves fireworks. Mm. Like she, it's a family thing. Yeah, yeah, I could. Yeah, I could they used it. to have like little games with the, the, the little bees, like you light. Like. Yeah, 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 yeah. They would just like light them and like throw them at each other's <laughs> legs or whatever. Like, I mean, they're just they're just crazy like that. Yeah. Um, uh, but. Uh, yeah, so so Lynn loves fireworks, and then she wants to pass on that, right? You know, to, to Penny. Yeah, you know, like here's the chicken that yeah. poops an egg or something and that's yeah. on fire. I can't right. remember how that works. Yeah, but uh, apparently, uh, by the way, tangent here, but apparently, in one of the local stands, the fireworks stands, yeah. you can buy this firework that basically is a dog, like a cardboard dog, okay. that poops <laughs> fireworks, like the I don't know what it is. They, it's like you light it and it poops. That's the wow. thing. That's cool. I've got a dog, oh, right, and I can see that every day, three sixty five.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't need I'm, to celebrate Independence. Don't need to pay anything. Seeing that, yeah.
1: As a matter of fact, sometimes I get an up close and personal <laughs> viewing. viewing viewing of, of it that, when I yeah. wake up. Mm. It's lovely. Yeah, that's nice. Why would I want to pay?
0: Yeah. Well, it's not wanna... on fire. Hopefully.
1: <laughs> You would be surprised Well yeah Depending on what the Table scraps were that night
0: Whoa uh. Um, So anyway (laughs) Yes Um, Wow So Final question Glenn Yes Uh, Do you have any Fourth of July traditions That you Look forward to Uh
1: No Oh oh, no no That's (laughs) not true That's not true Yeah Watch We watch Independence Day Independence Day. Oh, okay, that's a good one. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So
0: okay. Yeah. Any other movies or just that one in particular?
1: Just that one in particular. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, over the years, like Will
0: Smith. And- yeah. Yeah. I
1: yeah. Who's the ma- who's the guy? Who's the president uh, of that one? Bill Pullman. Pullman. Po- oh yeah. Bill Pullman. And yeah. and uh the dude from uh, Today is your Independence yeah. <laughs> Day. Yeah. Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid. Randy oh, yeah, yeah, Quaid's yeah, in yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. uh um Will Smith uh, yeah. uh, Harry Connick Jr Oh
0: yeah He dies Yeah that was, a sad, that was a sad moment
1: Vivica Fox
0: Yeah Great cast Wow that is a That's a stellar cast They got
1: going on there Man I saw it in the theaters When I was mm-hmm. A two. young buck Yeah My dad It was great yeah. I think it was right around Fourth of July Yeah So just kind of st- and It's always on TV Yeah You know Okay What about you? Do you have any traditions or you know I, my
0: tradition used to be going to going to guamigo I, I did that for several years in a row hmm. until it got too overcrowded um yeah but you know more recently um it's been about movies too my mm-hmm. my too. uh laura and i uh f- three or four years ago she she's like really into this movie gettysburg i don't know if you really this. yeah i've seen it yeah 1993 movie jeff daniels is in it you know Tons of people are in it.
1: It's near her stomping grounds, right? It is.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's obviously as uh, as the ten says. It is a movie based on the Gettysburg battle, right? Um, and you know, it's the it's the early nineties, mm-hmm. so it's it's a little bit cheesy. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, she'd probably be really upset if I said it was cheesy. It's, I mean, not cheesy. It's like um, like cheesy in a good way, like on your yeah, nachos. Cheesy. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, but it's, it's like an epic, like super long movie, you know, it's like, I don't know how long it is. It's like four hours or something like that to watch the whole thing. I don't know how it's a long, it's a long, a long show, but, um, like she, we sat down and watched it a few years ago with, she had a little party over for, for 4th of July. And we watched that. And like ever since then, like every 4th of July, I'm like. We watched the Gettysburg, you know? and so like it's, I'm always like looking forward to watch it. And then I nice. I had my dad come up um, a few years ago to, to my house because my sister was gone, and and so you know I had him come up, and I was like, oh, we can watch you know Gettysburg, and it was funny because we like watched the movie and like went to go like down there was like a fireworks show downtown, so yeah, we yeah. went down there and we got back, and he's like, well, can we finish that Gettysburg movie? It's pretty good, you know, and so it must speak to all. All generations. I don't think I've seen it, Brian. Oh, you need to you need to watch it, man, for huh. sure. It's a I it you know it gets a little bit cheeseball at some points, but it is pretty. I, I do kind of I like I like stuff like that sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just kind of like you know it's a little bit goofy because it's like the early nineties. It's a relic, whatever, but but yeah. it's still really. I mean, it's a good story and it's yeah. pretty compelling. And it, they stay. They have a lot of stuff that's pretty historically accurate. Um, mm. So, kind of... there' are a lot of stuff that I didn't really know about, you know, and they, they, they play up the drama of the both sides, you know, of the... Who the directed
1: that movie? Do you know? I can't remember. Huh.
0: Yeah. Um, but, so, yeah, I watched that, you know. Um, I kind of, you know, I have the movie theme mumps and... Uh, movie... <laughs> movie themed months and uh you know usually going up into july i'd be yeah. watching like fourth of july movies before the holiday um mm-hmm. but because of the move and everything i haven't had a chance to do that but there's a there's a whole slew of them like they have that uh ken burns has that sort of like civil war documentary that's really ah, good okay. and you know the the whole you know john adams uh thing that's like uh, that's really good that miniseries that they did on pbs oh yeah um, yeah uh, so I, I, I'll i usually Like around 4th of July I'll be watching A bunch of movies And that's probably My, my favorite Just kind of like Any holiday that's coming up I'm usually trying to watch Movies that are Kind of around that theme So
1: I'm trying to think If there are other movies That aren't necessarily uh, They're a little bit More pop culture um, mm-hmm. As opposed to like Actual referencing The, yeah. the, the event yeah. <laughs> yeah Well I mean like The Independence Day Independence thing. Day That's a big I'm one I'm trying to think I don't know why It comes my it. Sandlot But you've never seen I've Sandlot. never seen Sandlot I still Man. haven't seen
0: Sandlot Yeah uh, so like, Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Saving oh, okay. Private Ryan, Rocky, Rocky? Apollo thirteen, Apollo thirteen, yeah. Top Gun. But yeah, trying trying to find the ones that don't, you know, aren't like reenactments of, of historical yeah. events, or kind of kind of few and far between. Those are those are some from my personal list of okay, of movies leading up to Wow, Fourth uh, of July. Wow, so. That is there you go. From my own vaults. From my personal <laughs> vaults. Um, Speaking of which, the mm-hmm. podcast has come to a close this time, Glenn. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Episode f- 15. This 15, is 15. Wow. Yeah. 15 episodes in the can. Wow. Literally. In the can. <laughs> <laughs> flush.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> can I get a courtesy flush here?
0: Uh, <laughs> So, um, but I want to say, um, happy 4th of July to everybody out there. Um, seriously, have fun with your family. Uh, be careful out there um, and and enjoy the, the time that you have off from work and can spend with your family. Happy 4th, everybody. Happy 4th. Um, this has been the Gentleman Podcast. I am Brian McKinney. We thank you so much for listening and
1: we'll see you next week.
0: Yes, God willing, because it is 4th of July. Right. And one of us might you know oh, hopefully we have a you have digits. a history of, of all the fireworks war- yeah. it's like the Hatfields and McCoys yeah for <laughs> you and your just for one day yeah just for one day I'm pulling for you man I hope that you know Steve's bazooka we have, doesn't we take...
1: haven't actually you know done that in a while plus I have two daughters now probably right. not a good idea to right to
0: stir anything up
1: th- these aren't their wars
0: that's right you know <laughs> yeah right
1: <laughs> this is my war <laughs>
0: yeah How Fills and McCoys that's another good one yeah. for 4th for of July it's right? kind of a brutal movie yeah it kind of is yeah. anyway well on that note um, thank you everybody for listening have a good 4th of July I'm Brian McKinney I'm Gliss Sansbury.
1: see you guys next week for episode 16 bye